Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Don't worry. We have a space for everyone. If we need to bring in more cheers, we will. Come on. Move on in. Come on. Got a couple seats up front. Have you ever heard a trainer or speaker saying this? I laugh because I am a speaker and trainer, and I have said this before. Um, as a trainer, one might think that, oh, the presenter just wants to have a really big audience. They want to be able to brag about it later. But if you're looking at the role, not just as speaker, you can oftentimes see an underlying kind of concept or, or strength of inclusivity. And that person that's inclusive naturally or instinctively, right? They accept people without even knowing anything about them. It doesn't matter race, personality, faith. They cast very few judgments if they're a natural includer. So no one should be ignored. I'm not saying every time that you hear somebody saying, welcome, 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 seats for everyone, that they're naturally an includer, but it may sound like that when someone is an includer, and that's what we're going to be looking at in today's podcast. Good day, friends. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and if you enjoy short, quick tips that are immediately applicable in the world of training and development, you have come to the right place because that's what we do every Friday here on the Creative Training Techniques Podcast. Today's topic that we're diving into is part of Strength Finders 2.0, Tom Rath. You can see that down in the show notes. I have my strengths, achiever, communicator, activator, woo, relator, woo. Some people are like, what's woo? Winning others over. So I really should be in sales or doing exactly what I do for a living, right? That's presenting. But includer is one of the areas I've found to be of really big importance for people that do this job, right? Here's what it might sound like. Even as a child, although I was very shy, I always made sure that I was I was the one inviting others over to play. When picking teams or our sides in school, I never wanted anyone not to participate with us. In fact, I can remember when I was 10 or 11, I had a friend who was not a member of our church. We were at a church banquet and he showed up at the door because typically we had our youth activities at the church on that particular particular night. Immediately, I got up, brought him over to our family, and sat him down at the table. So the, the reality is, this isn't my story, that's Harry's story, is even if you're shy, and even if you don't naturally want to be the one planning a party or something like that, it doesn't mean that you're not an includer or shouldn't be an includer. So here are a few ways for us to take action on the strength of includer. So first of all, consider roles that you're playing because everybody's wearing 27 hats today. Uh, which of those roles and responsibilities are where your voice is not typically heard? When we're not typically heard, it means that perhaps you need to be the spokesperson. I know you might not like that, but if you're looking at an area where maybe no one is speaking up or saying anything, we maybe need to be and take on that strength. Uh, another thing to look for are opportunities to bring people together. Being a leader in that way is wonderful. I asked my son recently, who's a, a, an extreme introvert. When I say extreme, it's just because he just really likes to work alone and that's fine. But I asked him, hey, we're going boating. Your siblings are all bringing a friend. Who do you want to bring? And he's his response was, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, 
Um, no, the idea, and then I said, the idea is that we're going to include some people that wouldn't normally get to go boating or tubing. So who in your group of friends wouldn't normally get to go tubing that we could invite? And he paused for a moment and he thought about it and he said, everyone's gone boating. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not the concept. So he had to think through it before figuring out who he wanted to specifically invite. And sometimes that's your job if you're a natural includer to just ask those questions to get other people to think a little more deeply. Now, not every person is lovable or even likable. So I get that we might not want to be inclusive of people that are like wah wah and not very fun. There are people who put off of others. Maybe they're a difficult participant. It is hard to have the capacity to truly care for everyone. So as a speaker, if I get bogged down because one participant is just way too much, that's when I call in any of my other consultants or maybe I have a friend in the audience that can take on that role for me when I'm just kind of at my wits end with a participant or a problematic individual. So that's something to consider and think about too is who is around you that could you know, help you with that. And then again, if you're not a natural in social settings, I would just say stay close to an includer and they're going to make sure that not only others are it, it taking part, but that you are also part of that conversation. And it's in part that 80-20 rule, right? Where 80% of the time I'm listening, but 20% of the time I should be talking. So if you're not talking during a, a team lunch, at least a little portion of the time, it may be time for you to sit next to someone who's a little more of an includer who will ask you those questions to get you engaged. Thank you so much for listening in to this creative training technique. And once again, we will be here next Friday. So have a great weekend. We'll see you soon.